Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. All right, here we go. Tuesday, January 4th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. The Flyers are back at it tonight. They'll wrap up a four-game West Coast trip tonight in Anaheim against the surprising Ducks. And the Ducks have gotten off to a really good start to this season. 35 games played, 17-11-7, 41 points, and they're currently holding down the second spot in the Pacific Division of the Western Conference. And they are 4-3-3 in their last 10, but they've lost four in a row. Now, the Ducks are a team that people did not expect to make this kind of jump at this point, uh, this quickly, kind of in a retool. Trevor Zegers has been a good find for him. Trevor Zegers has been a real good find for him. He's got eight goals and 17 assists for 25 points in 30 games. Troy Terry, how about 31 points in 34 games? Sonny Milano, 22 points tied with Ryan Getzlaff, the captain. 29 games for Getzlaff, two goals but 20 assists, 22, and uh, they're off to a good start. Even Even though they've lost the four straight games, Still, like I said, hanging out in that second spot in the Pacific Division of the Western Conference. So far ahead of schedule when when you look at where a lot of people thought this Ducks team would be. But uh, maybe you're, the Flyers are catching them at the right time. It's not who you play, it's when you play them, as I have pretty often said uh, on this podcast. Now, the four games they've lost, one of those extends before the Christmas break, all the way back on December 17th. That was an OT lost against Arizona. Then they lost against the Vancouver Canucks on December 29th, last Wednesday, 2-1 in overtime, lost to Vegas 3-1 in Vegas on New Year's Eve. Great place to spend your New Year's Eve in Vegas. Shame you had to play a hockey game, and the Colorado Avalanche on Sunday, they lost to 4 to nothing. So, like I said, they're riding a four-game losing streak right now. The last two of those in regulation didn't get any points, and the Flyers will look to take advantage of that coming up tonight. Now, the Flyers, prior to the loss just the other day against the Los Angeles Kings, the Flyers were on a seven-game point streak, and they're going to do everything possible to not lose back-to-back games, to not let one loss turn into two losses, and beyond. They're just not in a position to have that be a recipe for staying in the mix for the wild card here in the Eastern Conference. So it's Flyers Ducks tonight from the pond in Anaheim. But in this episode, I thought it'd be a good opportunity for us to look back at some of the moves that Chuck Fletcher made in the offseason. They were substantial. There's a lot of new faces here. I mean, when I rattle off the new faces that are with the Flyers, and then you couple that with three pieces of business they did with existing Flyers heading into this season, it's quite a bit. So here are the new faces. Cam Atkinson, Rasmus Versalainen, Derek Broussard, Keith Yandel, Ryan Ellis, Patrick Brown, Nate Thompson, and Zach McEwen, and also Martin Jones. So you've got nine players there that have played significantly for the Flyers this year, with the exception of Ellis, who's only obviously played four games. Nine new faces on the team. And you couple those nine with the three pieces of business he did with Sean Couturier, Carter Hart, and then Scott Lawton at the trade deadline last year. But let's look at the players that are new faces here. And let's start with Cam Atkinson because, you know, the comparison to Jake Voracek, they're very different players. They were traded straight up for each other. Atkinson only has two less points, but he's got nine more goals than Jake Voracek. In 32 games play... Atkinson, 12 goals, 11 assists, and 23 points. He's a plus 14 
which leads the Flyers. He has been a guy that's helped stabilize the penalty kill, which is much improved, and make it a threat to be able to score, and also provides some scoring. He's on a 34-goal pace uh, this season. And for some reason, it doesn't feel like that because he has scored kind of in bunches, and he's gone through some some dry spells. Goal scorers will do that. But he's on a 34-goal pace for the season. So I don't know that that trade could have worked out any better for the Flyers. Now, yeah, you got a little uh, more term than you had with Jake Voracek, but the Cam Atkinson move looks pretty good for Chuck Fletcher right now. Rasmus first line, another big move for the Flyers in the offseason. Gave up Robert Haig, gave up a first-round pick. And that second-pairing defense with Rob— <clears throat> with Rasmus Ristolainen and, and Travis Sanheim, has been the Flyers' most consistent. And Bill Meltzer and I talked about it yesterday on the episode. If you're going to move things around defensively right now why, while you wait for Ryan Ellis, you don't want to really tamper with that second pair of Sanheim and Ristolainen. And Ristolainen is giving you big minutes, game in and game out. He gives you the hits, he gives you the physical play, all of that. But he also can give you a lot of minutes. He's in great physical condition and a guy that will always finish his check. He's averaging 21 minutes and 17 seconds of ice time. He's got a goal and seven assists for eight points in 30 games. So Ristolainen, you know, the analytics community has always been pretty harsh on him, and the analytics are, are they are what they are, and they're not wrong. But he's brought elements to this Flyers team that were as advertised. Let's get to another one of those new faces. Flyers signed Derek Broussard to a veteran minimum uh, over the summer. And Broussard, even though he's been out this time with getting COVID protocol and also dealt with an injury earlier this season, he's another guy that when you get, I don't like to consider what a guy is getting paid and determine whether he's played well or not because of what he's getting paid. But you've gotten tremendous value from the contract with Derek Broussard. On the season in 18 games, four goals, seven assists, 11 points. He's played as high up as the Flyers' second line and centered the second line and has been a guy that you can move around. Now, when this team is fully healthy, if that happens, he will fall into a much different role, and that will then speak to the Flyers' depth. But for 11 points in 18 games and dealt with some injuries, not bad. Nice signing by Chuck Fletcher. Keith Yandel is another uh, one of those signings from the offseason, was bought out in Florida. Keith Yandel comes in really to be a power play specialist and a guy that you have on your third-pairing defense. Now, Yandel has had moments where he's been really good on the power play or contributing offensively, but he's had way too many moments of being roasted and turned or out of position defensively. We all know that the defensive part of his game is not his strong suit, but he's a guy that can give you something offensively, but the power play has struggled so much and at points this year just been absolutely hideous and the inability to get into the zone, get on the same page and you know facilitate a good power play that even if it doesn't score, it can grab you momentum. That hasn't been consistent enough either. All said and done though, on the season for Keith Yandel, 32 games played, uh, no goals, 11 assists, a minus 17 on the season. And seven of his points have come on the power play. Ryan Ellis, we talked about Ellis right off the hop. He's only played in four games this season. Yeah, he looked good in those four games. A goal and four assists, five points. Averaging 22 minutes and 48 seconds of ice time. The only problem is this is only four games. Flyers have played 32. He's missed 28 games. Mike Yo talked about it yesterday saying, you know, he's not making as much progress 
toward a return as he had hoped, and it's gotten frustrating. And he's a very important player for this team because of the way he slots the D. Would I still make the deal? Yeah. I mean, Nolan Patrick's played four games for the Vegas Golden Knights. Phil Myers has been healthy scratch repeatedly in Nashville. I still make the deal, but they really would love to get Ryan Ellis in the lineup here and get him in there with some consistency. Patrick Brown was a a waiver wire pickup of uh, Chuck Fletcher. He's been good for the Flyers in that fourth line role, providing energy. Nate Thompson was an off-season acquisition again, coming back for a second tour of duty, even though the first was very short. 19 games played for Thompson. He's got a goal and no assist. Fourth-line player, but he's out now long-term with the shoulder injury. Zach McEwen is another one of those players the Flyers grabbed. He's got a goal and an assist in 30 games, but I think McEwen, even though he's only averaging nine and a half minutes of ice time per game, uh, I've liked what I've seen out of Zach McEwen's game. A lot of energy and he'll get in there after it on the forecheck and try and dictate the terms as a fourth line. I think that's been a fine signing. Uh, Martin Jones was the other acquisition over the summer. And while I, I, I was certainly skeptical, and a lot of people were, we didn't see Martin Jones coming or as an option. Not his greatest game against Los, An- Los Angeles Kings, but in 13 games played, 6-5-1 record, 3.36 goals against average, and a 9.06 save percentage. I think he's been pretty good for the Flyers. Not every start has been great, but he's given you a bunch of quality starts, and that's what you want out of a guy playing the role that he's playing. Carter Hart's your starter. He's your number one guy, and he's back from COVID protocol for tonight, and that's good news. Carter Hart was one of the pieces of business that Chuck Fletcher got done in the offseason, and he has really rebounded well. Now, his record's not great. A record of 7-8-4 seven, seven, and four with a 9-18 save percentage just outside the top 10 in the NHL in save percentage, but he obviously looks a lot more like the Carter Hart of two years ago than he does the Carter Hart of last year. Sean Couturier was also an extension uh, over the summer. The eight-year deal kicks in after this one, and he you could tell that he was injured because he wasn't executing and controlling the game the way we're used to seeing Sean Couturier control the game, um, but he's now out with that upper body injury uh, week to week. Not sure when he'll be back. And hopefully he can get back and get to 100% because he's a big catalyst for this Flyers team. All right, so that's going to put a wrap on this episode of Flyers Daily. Just wanted to look back at a few of those guys and the pieces of business that Chuck Fletcher performed over the summer. And if they can get all those players back and playing well, then this team's going to have tremendous depth. It's one thing they've lacked. The Ellis injury has been pretty obviously very detrimental. Even Broussard. Missing now 13 games on the season. Flyers could use a little luck with the with the injuries and get everybody back and get humming on the same page. And then maybe when they do that, if they can do that, then they look at it and say, okay, they're not a team playing good. They're a good team playing good hockey. That's what it's going to take to make the playoffs. And that's what it's going to take to do some damage in the playoffs as well. Flyers and Ducks tonight. We'll break it down tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily. Have a great day, everybody. I took her out. It was a Friday night, I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making out, and she took off my pants, but then I turned on the TV, and that's about the time she...